No, this isn't uh, the light Christmas music starting again. Uh, this is some music that means a lot to Joseph Lindsley in Ukraine. And tell us the story about this, uh, Joe. It was one year ago today, wasn't it? One year ago today, February 23rd. Uh, in the evening, I entered the LV, uh, sorry, the LV Cafe Jazz Club in Lviv, and you know, obviously, the you know, rumors were swirling, uh, you know, throughout the whole world about an incoming, uh, upcoming Russian invasion uh, of Ukraine. But on this day, uh, February 23rd, people were confident, they were happy. Uh, in the cafes of Lviv, you could still hear Christmas music, such as this song. And uh, I went, uh, I walked into the jazz club. And as this song was playing, Ella Fitzgerald singing Winter Wonderland, uh, it, uh, it was playing in between sets. Uh, and I sat down for a beer with some musician friends. And among those friends was Ray Brown Jr. And I point at the speakers and I said to Ray Brown, I said, so that's your mom singing, yeah? And hmm. he said, sure is. Uh, Ray hmm. Brown is uh, the son of the great legend Ella Fitzgerald. He's a jazz musician himself. And he'd been living in Ukraine. He got married here. He loved life here as a, you know, it's a free country. And, uh, and so he got up to sing the blues. And, uh, uh, there was, you know, we, we all felt some kind of, there was a kind of peace, but also a heaviness, you know, kind of a, uh, it's kind of the same feeling everyone's feeling, uh, today. And on the stage that night, jamming with Ray, uh, were many friends of mine, uh, some who within the next 24 hours, they would be enlisting in the military. Uh, others would spend the next month. Uh, living more or less living at the Lviv train station uh, to help evacuate women and children. Others would spend the next days filling sandbags. And so listening to, to that song, I have a little memory of that different life. Uh, you know, it's even hard to remember the pandemic. Uh, when that little jazz club stayed open during the entire pandemic, every Wednesday they had jam sessions. Uh, it's now closed, uh, one of the casualties uh, of this war. And uh, I, the, my, actually my friend that owns the club, he just texted me. I said, how are you doing? And he said, no parties, no music, no laughs. Uh, and that kind of shows this, this feeling right now. The, the word for February, uh, in Ukrainian is lute and it means fierce. And, you know, February is a fierce month. I mean, today it's 20 degrees here and windy. Uh, but fierce can also be something positive. Uh, and so I think we're kind of in between these two types of, of fierce, uh, at this moment. Uh, last night, I, uh, I took a taxi uh, through the totally dark streets of Kharkiv at about 6 p.m. It felt like it's midnight. And there was a brilliant crescent moon. And I think it was Mars I could see uh, uh, hanging above the, the cathedral. And I went into uh, my friend's cafe, the place I told you about that would be worth visiting even during an air raid alarm. You know, I would give it four Michelin stars. Hmm. And as I was sitting there eating some borscht, of course, um, I was talking with people and a woman there, she was so surprised to have an American uh, here in Kharkiv, 30 miles to Russia during this week when everyone is expecting uh, something terrible. And she said, are you afraid? And you know, I said, well, I mean, I, th I think that decision was made uh, one year ago, you know, to, to face that fear. And I asked if she was afraid and she said, no, I'm just anxious. And uh, in the group uh, was a man who was born in Moscow, uh, but he moved to Ukraine some years ago because he wanted to be free. And he was t praising Joe Biden's speech and saying that speech was a turning point. You know, after that, there's no going back. America's made it clear uh, with whom they stand. Uh, and everyone, uh, everyone agreed with that. And so you can see how that speech uh, still gives people uh, energy. And I asked the woman, I said, you know, what's the difference between Russians and Ukrainians? And she right away, one word, liberty. And then the owner of the chef and owner of the restaurant approached us. And he said, you know, we don't know what we are ready for, but we are ready. We have some kind of latent readiness in our souls and in our hearts. 
And so, you know, compared to a year ago, everyone's learned so much. Uh, we still have a great sense of unease uh, and, and trepidation and anxiousness, but I think there's a lot more confidence. Um, and, you know, as I, uh, I, I walked home uh, through the totally dark streets, uh, I stopped by the Irish pub and I heard David Bowie's uh, Under Pressure, uh, David Bowie and Queen. You know, everything is sort of, you know, everything, every sense picks up, you know, that something is different uh, in these days. Uh, this morning, uh, I went downstairs. There had been a couple of alarms off and on through the night, but, but no, no, nothing happened. And I, a bright, fresh morning, blue sky, 20 degrees. I, just, I was going to return to Lviv today. I said, I think I need one more day. I told the clerk at the front desk, and she and the cook, they both looked at me, and they said, are you sure? Aren't you, hmm. Are you not afraid? And I said, we're all here together. You know, that's the best we can do. And, and every, we just looked at each other and tried to smile. And then the alarm sounded. And I waited till it was over and I went running and I passed an old lady uh, on the street and there are some people walking around. And as I'm running past her, she gives she gives me a blessing, like the sign of the cross. And then I run into the winter wonderland, that, that snowy park. And, you know, I was thinking of Ella Fitzgerald's words, you know, the face unafraid, the plans that we made. And so here we are in this time of waiting. And the alarm just finished. Uh, they've been going off and on all day. And we just... Uh, we're, we're, uh, I think everyone here is as ready as we can be. And as much as there might be a Russian surprise, I think people are hopeful that there could also be a Ukrainian surprise. And that's the mood and the environment right now here in Kharkiv uh, on February 23rd after day 364 of, of uh, Russia's war on Ukraine. Joseph, your spirit and the spirit of the Ukrainian people, so admirable. And those stories that you just shared with us, uh, that is exactly what Neil Steinberg pointed out in the Sun-Times yesterday as being so remarkable and so worthwhile and, and so unique. We so appreciate that. I have a couple of quick questions about your Ella Fitzgerald story. Uh, Ray Brown Jr., Ella Fitzgerald's son, did you... No, do you recognize him as uh, Ella Fitzgerald's son right away? And and why why is he living in Ukraine? Why why was he there? He had, he had been in Ukraine for uh, for several years, uh, and uh, he met a Ukrainian woman. But there there was actually uh, during the pandemic, especially, I met a lot of African American musicians, black musicians from America, who loved playing to Ukraine. And uh, one of them uh, uh, from South Carolina, I asked, you know, I said, why, why do you like these audiences so much? And he said. Because we have a history of oppression, just like the Ukrainians do, and, and they, they they connect with the blues, and 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 so and Ukraine was such a, uh, and and still is, but you know, was such a, a tolerant and welcoming and lovely society as I saw when I got stuck here during the pandemic, and and so Ray simply loved uh, uh, living here, and he, he lived in the center of the country, and I had fr- musician friends who had, uh, uh, who had introduced me to him many months before, uh, and he would come to Lviv now and then. Uh, to, to to sing, and so we happened to be there that night, uh, and uh, it was it was a, a nice moment of everything coming together. Uh, some people that were gathered around that table, I, I haven't seen since. Uh, I've heard their stories. Um, everyone who was there is still alive, uh, but it's uh, yeah, it was a moment to give us some kind of fortification uh, to, to get through whatever we might face. Like we say here, Joseph Lindsley, the world's most interesting man, <laughs> and he proved it again this morning. I hope you had a chance to uh, see some of the comments on social media about the uh, Sun-Times Neil Steinberg column yesterday, Joe. They were really uh, nice. Night, I, I, will, I will look at those this afternoon as I sit in this atmosphere of, uh, of waiting. And, uh, and if anyone wants, you can visit uh, UkrainianFreedomNews.com. You can subscribe to our daily Substack. 
uh, newsletter and our YouTube channel. And if there is any crazy thing that happens, uh, we'll, we'll be sure to keep you posted. And by the, I put a uh, Bob, I put a link also to uh, on our website, uh, NPR uh, Morning Edition. The, a great reporter, Joanna Kakisis, has a fantastic uh, uh, interview with people who survived the Russian occupation occupation in Kherson. And I really recommend people listen to that. So you can find it at ukrainianfreedomnews.com. And also, if you go to our website, we post uh, various links uh, that you'll be interested in and uh, all of Joseph's uh, reporting on a daily basis. All right. Good luck to you. Be well. We'll talk tomorrow, Joe. Until tomorrow. Thanks. (laughs) Yes, sir.